this is Ronald Jenkins, and you're listening to The Verster on Guard Frequencies Radio. Sim Podcast Radio in the old first year in the past, boys and girls. And today we are on our semi annual gigantic galactic ultra graphic traffic tour of known space, getting friendly with the natives if you know where old Frank is sending the vibes of the times. Today we're going to check in with the guardians of the frequencies, our old friends who are celebrating 200 records of the biggest dang old space shipments of all time. And you know, the old Verster is going to make sure they're still on their toes. <laughs> so let's dial away. Guard frequency response. Please state the nature of your emergency. Yeah, is this the old uh, guard frequency? I-, I need some help down here. My friendship drive is toasted. My power plant is crackers. And I'm losing oxygen so fast I'm seeing devil. Standby, pilot. Help is on the way. What is your location? It's hard to read the screen because I'm seeing devil, but I'll try to spell it out for y'all. Good idea. Some of those system names are hard to pronounce. Right, okay. So, gotta get through this double vision. Uh, Y U H S I E N T U. I copy Yankee Uniform Hotel Sierra India Echo November Tango Uniform. You Hennessyn two, Y U Hissy N T U. Why are you seeing two? Hey! <laughs> You've been boosted by the booster. Oh, for God's sake! Clear this channel, you whippersnapper! <laughs> he was not happy with old Frank there. Let's check in with him later after he's had a chance to cool his space jets. Guard frequency response. Please state the nature of your emergency. Uh, hello, is this the frequency? I'm being chased by some interstellar fanatics, and I'm afraid there's been an accident. It's okay, ma'am. We can provide escort fighters and medical services. Tell me what happened so I can configure the response package. Well, the local workers' party, the comrades of uh, the system I'm in, it's hard to pronounce, but anyway, they interdicted my ship. So I had to blast them to pieces out of the sky with my thermal shock grade 5 beam laser turrets. Uh, wh- I, I, I mean, are you okay? Oh, I'm fine, sugar, but the space Bolsheviks are planetary flambe, I'm afraid. We'll need the meat wagon and coroner, I suppose. Right, okay, um, just give me your location. We'll help you with the cleanup. Yes, let's get these deep fried reds to their final dirt nap. Just need to get my bifocals on to read the panel. Are you ready? Go ahead, ma'am. Feel free to spell the system name out if it's too difficult to pronounce. Good idea, Sonny. U-I-B-U-R-N-A-C-O-M-I. I copy Uniform, India, Bravo, Uniform, Romeo, November, Alpha, Charlie, Oscar, Motel, India. U-I-Burn-A-Comey? U-I-Burn-A-Comey? 
Hey, just a damn minute. Burn! So burned! Another sick trick played by the hippest dip this side of the hubba bubble! <laughs> Break the burster! Seriously, the guard frequency is reserved for actual emergencies only, Buster. Not Buster, that's Burster, Mr. Gardolini. But seriously, I'm calling to congratulate you freaks on... Uh, ladies and germs, the Burster seems to have his tickle corner jam here. <laughs> what is it now? Well, guard Padre, it looks like your good old buddy Frank drifted a bit too close to the central furnace of this system and he's cooked his ship modules just a skosh more than what the uh, warranty covers. Uh, think you can send a hand? Fine, that's what we do. Just give me your location. Righteous Freakerzoid, here comes. Hold on. A L B I S I Y A T A E. I copy Alpha Lima Bravo India Sierra India Yankee Alpha Tango Alpha Echo Albicia Albiciate. Oh, for God's sakes, I should have known. Now wait, my good freak guardian, this is my actual location. I'm only three light seconds from the star's corona. Sure, sure. Well then, I'll be seeing you at a sunspot real soon then. Right? Good day, sir. But wait, hold on. I said good day, sir. Eject. Eject. Well, you ready to go off shift, Jeff? Absolutely. Rough watch? Annoying for the most part. Keep your ears out for the prank calls. There's been a bunch lately using funny system names. They never get stuck in Anseeth. I can say Anseeth. My portside thrusters won't stop firing. I think I'm being followed. My dad is turning green, like literally green. My last nav check put me on the Grange Point 4. This is Control, be a Keep calm and remain on the guard frequency. Welcome, pilots. You've tuned to the guard frequency because, as all good pilots know, when you're out in the deep black, you want to keep one ear on the guard. This is episode 200 of the best damn Space Sim podcast ever, recorded on Friday, February 9th, and made available for download on Tuesday, February 13th, 2018, over at Guard Frequency. I'm Tony. I'm Jeff. And I'm Ken Shadow. And in the audio booth, using a spatula to smooth out the rough spots and keep the sound buttery, silky, and a bit glassy, is Henry! 200 episodes, 4 years and change, 50 plus months of shouting into the deep black, hoping to find some ears on the guard. And thanks to you all, we've not been disappointed. In the beginning, and I know because I was there, we had a single focus on a single game, that we expected to play shortly after launch. Well, that didn't happen. But we had a great time rolling with the changes and hope you did too. Now, currently, in the present time, we hope you enjoy all the new things we've been doing on the show. But for this episode, we're going to bring back a couple of favorites. And we'll get to that after the usual shtick, which starts with Tony saying... Remember folks, Guard Frequency is not a one-way conversation. We welcome your comments over at Guard Frequency com and discord guard frequency com you can also reach us on twitter at guard freak or facebook com forward slash guard freak 
Your feedback is an important part of what we do, so hit us up and tell us what's on your mind. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our shows at Feeds, Guard Frequency, Calm, or by searching for us on iTunes. And if you're not doing anything Friday nights, then you should come over and join us at 10 p.m. Central as we record Guard Frequency live over at Twitch TV slash Guard Freak. Do you like what we do? You want to help us make the best damn Space Sim podcast ever? Please consider supporting the show by visiting our website, clicking on the Patreon logo, and becoming a regular subscriber. We want to thank all of our Patreons who support us week on week. We hope you'll consider joining them because the more support we get, the better show we can make. Just head over to our website and click on the big Patreon logo to help out. And don't forget our sister productions, Priority One and Heroes Rise. Priority One covers all things Star Trek, from the TV series to the MMO, the novels, the movies, and everything in between. Be sure to check them out at Priority One Podcast. Come. Our latest endeavor, Heroes Rise, brings you up to date with the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons. Learn all about the latest publications, tools, tips, tricks, and traps in less time than it takes to skin a wyvern. Head over to Heroes Ride Podcast. Come to discover their secrets. And the housekeeping is done, so let's get on with the show. What have we got in store this week, Tony? Well, as a nod to Guard Frequency Day has gone by, we'll start off with a check with what's coming through the Squawk Box. This week's flight deck will bring you all the headlines from Simulated Space, including the latest news from Elite Dangerous and Star Citizen. Next, we'll get the news from the Deep Black with Spencer McDunn in the Galactic Public Radio. Then Commander Kinetic Impulsor reviews Station Evac Protocol in Nuggets for Nuggets. Then we continue our audio adventure, Guard Frequency Origins, as our pilots try not to get murdered to death. Finally, we open up the feedback loop and let you join in on the fun. Lace up your booties, Nuggets. It's time to tune in to the Squawk Box. Any of you boys need a carrier around here? Uh, everything's under control. Situation normal. Crypto, crypto, crypto. This is Tony saying welcome to the Squawk Box, everyone. It wouldn't be a throwback episode of Guard Frequency without a quick roundup of recent space news. First, we'll go back in time a couple of weeks to an article sent in by longtime listener Ken from Chicago. He pointed us to an article on Wired.com that reported that NASA has cracked the code on deep space navigation. The key? Pulsars. Keith Gendro, an astrophysicist at NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center, said, quote, The nice thing about pulsar navigation is it functions very independently of all other methods of navigation, which could be hugely valuable, end quote. Those other methods, namely the Earth-based radio dish deep space network and the optical wavelength telescope-based deep space positioning system, have certain drawbacks. For the DSN, it's range and bandwidth. As probes get farther out, and we send more of them out there, the radio dishes just don't have enough bandwidth to make all the necessary measurements. For the DPS, the problem is, ironically, positioning. If a spacecraft is somewhere that light from the local space landmarks... Space marks? Anyway, if it can't reach, it can't use them to determine its position. Neither of those things are a problem for the Station Explorer for X-ray Timing and Navigation Technology also known as Sextant, which is currently aboard the Neutron Star Interior Composition Explorer, or NICER, uh, nice try there, which is currently aboard the International Space Station, or ISS, which doesn't make a word. The washing machine-sized device was able to track its position to within three miles while traveling at over 17,000 miles per hour over the course of a weekend, 
by using signals from five different pulsars. The regular repetitive signals from those deep space objects, which have been speculated to be reliable galactic signposts since the days of Carl Sagan, are now NASA certified as your friendly navigator in the deep black. And there's no way we're going to leave the topic of space news without congratulating SpaceX on their amazing test of the Falcon Heavy. The 27-engine triple booster successfully lifted off from Cape Canaveral, delivered its payload into orbit, and returned two of the three boosters safely to Mother Earth. The side boosters touched down simultaneously on land, and the third missed its rendezvous with the drone landing ship in the Atlantic Ocean by just a little bit. In what is in no way a publicity stunt for Elon Musk's other high-tech venture, a red Tesla Roadster orbited the Earth briefly before the dormant second stage lit off again, hurling the car into an eccentric orbit that will take it around the orbits of Earth and Mars, not out to the asteroid belt as was previously reported. Congrats to the SpaceX team for defying the odds and getting it right on the first try. You know, I was watching Elon Musk and everybody asked him why the why the red Tesla and the spacesuited guy. And, you know, he made some perfunctory comment about, you know, he just thought it was a neat thing to do and all that. And we all know that came from the opening scene of Heavy Metal. Come on. It <laughs> <laughs> was the coolest thing I've ever seen that car. That was really cool. Yeah. He's really good for the inside in, inside references and stuff. Like his his ships are, are are named after like Ian Banks ships, you know, and Right, the drone ships, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah. Things like that. So he's he's he is one for that if he can slip it in. Yeah, but he he should have just come out and said it instead of being obtuse about it. I mean, come on. We all know it was the opening scene that Heavy metal. He was just tipping a hat there. Isn't it enough to tip your hat, tip his hat at his nerd friends though? I mean, that's cool. He's, he's that's cool that he did it at all. I mean, why point it out? That's there for you to find. That's neat. That's an Easter egg for you. And let's take the other side of this too. As a practical matter, the thing only had a 50-50 chance of making it up to orbit. Right? It was the first test of an experimental rocket. Like, probably it was going to go boom really big. And so there wouldn't be any point to putting some sort of payload in there that was, you know, scientifically useful. I've seen a lot of people complaining about how it's just, you know, ego and a wasted trip and all this other kind of stuff. Could have done something grand or better, whatever. The thing was supposed to explode. The alternative was a was a piece of concrete. Yeah. That's what they usually do, right? I, I got me. How about a monkey? Well, a monkey's a bad idea. Yeah, monkeys. It's not oh, coming monkey's back. Monkey's going to have somebody mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't come back. Says the lawyer, um, how about a monkey? <laughs> Nobody would have a problem with that. We've done it before. We've done it before. Why not a monkey? Come on, man. It's precedent. It's called precedent, right? Lawyers work on precedent. We've done it before. We can do it again. That's how we work. People would care less about a lawyer going up. Um, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's an experimental rocket probably going to explode. Let's put 16 lawyers on it. Nobody yeah, will miss them. Tony, go up there and tell me if it's safe for the monkey. So did anybody else in this group catch the uh, what the screen said? Don't panic. Yeah, don't panic. Yeah. yeah, that's fantastic. I mean, speaking of inside references. I know. But more, hopefully more people got that one. <laughs> yeah, probably. Seriously, though, that, that car in orbit now um, is amazing. That's like that's an art installation. That's the first like art installation in yeah. space that's put up there for the sake of being art in space, honestly. And we've got plaques on, on probes and things like that. But he put up something that is just really kind of very cool and iconic and contemporary and it's going to be up there for a long time and it's a relic from our first steps out into the solar system so well done 
In terms of like space PR value, this is the biggest space PR thing. I mean, from from really anybody we've seen in, in a good number of years since since the yes, last like true. Mars landing with the rover. It's it's fired people's imagination and public discussion. Even even the people that say that the roadster could have been something better or something useful, but even that is a discussion that people have. So it gets people thinking about space and doing things with space. So all that. Even if even if you have kind of a negative feeling about it, it's still good overall because you're devoting clock cycles in your head to this part to this uh, issue. If you're mad at Elon, go work for NASA. There you go. <laughs> have you read, seen, or heard something you think might be interesting to others listening on the spectrum? Well, we're probably not going to do this segment too often, but send it to us anyway. Squawk at guardfrequency.com. But for now, let's see what news has hit the flight deck. Three one seven five Port Bay hands on approach checkers green call the ball. Here are the top news bits from the world of space sims. Star Citizen is, first, showing off its character creation and hangar white boxes. Second, getting its hearing canceled by the judge. And third, angering some backers by selling the F-8C Lightning that some people thought wasn't for sale. And finally, everyone's invited to Ken Shadow's house for CitizenCon 2018. Whoa, 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 let's... <laughs> Elite Dangerous closed its 3.0 beta today and had its final beta live stream yesterday. Cut it, print it, wrap it, final not final tweaks to engineering, crime and punishment, and material storage are now set for final release. So, it's 3.0 time uh, a lot earlier than I thought because it seems like they're ready to rock and roll with this thing. I don't. Th- I thought it was going to be March by the time we got it. You think we'll get it next Thursday? I bet we get it next That'd week. That'd be cool. I, they seem ready to go, yeah. No, they, they seem they seem rare to go with it. They made some final adjustments that I, most of them are kind of good, and I wanted to cover them just a little bit here. Um, for one thing, on material storage, we talked about last time needing more of the lower class ones because you're going to collect a bunch of iron right. and a bunch of phosphorus and not so much arsenic. Well, they're staggering the limits on those. So you'll get like 300 max of the tier ones, 250 of the tier twos, and 50 uh, increment uh, on the way down. So you will you will have more space for the tier one stuff and less space for the tier five. That'll stuff. be helpful. So that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. So you can collect a bunch of worthless rocks, fly to the trader, turn it in for the stuff that you need um, and not have to make so many trips back and forth to empty your That boots. actually makes them not so, worthless though. That's the the good thing about the new system. It's they're finally not worthless. Yes, that's that is they're, that's very good. They're so not think, worth a lot, but they're not worthless. Exactly. I, th- I think that was a good there was a good compromise move um, by then to to tweak that. So so good on you uh, Frontier. And then also in a kind of a funny thing they did on the live stream. A lot of people have been asking for additional module storage. There's going to be more modules available, and with the engineering changes, each module is going to be more of kind of a pain in the butt to earn and get a little bit. So people wanted to make sure they didn't have to uh, sell or throw away engineer modules. So on the live stream, people kept asking him, can we have more, can we have more, can we have more? And they kept saying, no, no, no. And finally, Sandro on the on the live stream flipped a coin and said, okay, fine. You know, If it turns up 17, if this coin turns up 17, we'll do extra module storage. We'll double it to 120 modules both sides of the coin at 17 on it so he flipped the coin and landed on 17 and, and so everyone get everyone gets double storage based on the flip of the coin so your modules will go from 60 to 120 which means that every time you bump up your um, guns or engines or whatever and you want to try with a different effect or a different type of weapon 
put it in storage. You don't have to buy a bunch of spaceships and use the spaceship module storage uh, to keep those now. So another great change. Good job, guys. And this one, I think, is interesting and weird because they got into the more of, of the notoriety system, which is a change to the crime and punishment. And this is, I think, one of those factors that they're going to try to overlap with a karma system down the road. But it's the more you murder people, the more notoriety you have. If you have any notoriety at all, you can't clear your bounties. So, And notoriety is going to decay over time. So as soon as you kill somebody, it's you can't go immediately to an interstellar factor place and pay the bounty off and be clean again. It's kind of reintroducing the timers that they said they were going to get rid of. I'd heard that was in-game time as well. You have to be in-game. So right. you can log in and let it camp- count down, but you'd be vulnerable and all. Unless you're in solo, I guess. Right. I wonder if it would work in solo. Well, in solo, you would still be unable to clear number one, clear the bounty. Number two, you might not be able to access starport services if you're, you know, because you'll be notori- your notoriety is tied to the fact that you're. But wanted. you could park and let the uh, timer tick down. Right. You can park anonymously. You can park anonymously and let the timer tick down. So in this way, I mean, it's kind of like going to the timeout corner, depending on what you want or need to do. If you're if you plan on traveling to places where you are wanted and you want to clear that bounty. Sorry, you gotta wait. So you just steer clear of that for two hours of real time, not just two hours of time. It doesn't cl- it doesn't just tick down. You have to actually be in logged into the game. So you could log in and walk away and go eat a burrito. I suppose. Just go trade in another jurisdiction but, or hang out at a pirate station. There are things to do. I mean, it's not like yeah, everything is locked out for you. You get to access things in another jurisdiction. Right. I just I just thought it was interesting that it's bringing the timer element back when they said that one of the things they wanted to do was stop doing timers. Yeah. That's but, a good point. I mean, it's not it's not in your it's not in your face anymore. Uh, it, it's kind of it's kind of tied to a thing that they're going to tie to something else. You know, they want some they want some of these uh, systems to work together. So I mean, it's not. I mean, I get I kind of get where they're where they're going with it, but it just seemed to me like a a timeout corner is. I'm going to go over to Star Trek Online because for a while there, the death penalty was nothing. You blew up and you instantly respond. That was it. Then they introduced a death penalty, which is usually about between 10 and 30 seconds, depending on the on the uh, scenario, where your shit, where you just sat there, you couldn't respond for 10 or 30 seconds after you got killed. So, and that that really rankled some people when they introduced that. This is kind of akin to that, although not really, because you can still play, but you just can't do the things you were doing when you got the notoriety. So it's like you know, go play somewhere else, kid. You bother me. I think it makes sense if you're trying to play in a way that's going to generate that notoriety that's what you're into anyway if you're going to be a pirate don't you want to be a notorious one don't you want to be one where you dock at the station and they're like no man you're you, this guy's we don't want to mess with this guy you know you're a criminal you know you let's, have to hide there you can't log in to because the cops let's ask the pirate you. brian do you want to be notorious do you want is that what you're looking uh, for you're looking for some notoriety you know i'd like to be anonymously notorious if, if that's a thing you know anonymous. like like have a name for myself that like everybody knows but isn't actually my character name in the game you know what i mean okay right 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 you want to be you want to be a gentleman pirate you want to be you know the, we don't just we don't discuss it we don't we don't discuss I, I it be like the dread pirate that was the dread the, the, the dread pirate roberts is that the right one from um yeah, Princess yeah. Bride. From, from Prince, right, Princess right. Bride. Like, like, yeah. uh-huh. like, I'm on the high seas. I'm Dread Pirate Roberts. When I pull into port, I'm Wesley. <laughs> you know? What <laughs> <laughs> was, was it uh, Dread Pirate in the streets, Wesley in the sheets or something like that? Is that, is that how you're rocking that? Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'm down. I get it. I'm with you. So before we move on, right. um, just I wanted to say, has, has anybody looked at the trade tools? Because they're finally useful. And 
That's I, no, I didn't cool. play the trade tools at all. Um, the the trade tools you can actually sort or see uh, what direction commodities, specific commodities, are flowing from one system to the next, and you can sort that by commodity, and then you can see what stations uh, have what. So you're getting a lot of the tools. I haven't been into all of it, but you're getting a lot of the tools that we've been asking for, and I've seen that you can make uh, trade runs without accessing an external site anymore. So it looks looks pretty oh. cool. Kind of about time. yeah, it's and great. That's, that's sort of what that. I'm really is. looking forward to. So, it. But is it is it is it kind of a short range thing though? Like 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 one jumper kind of a thing. I think like so. 12, I, I only saw year. a couple of jumps there, so I I, I don't think okay. it's uh okay. I don't I mean, you're not going to plot a course across the galaxy, but you know I don't think that's the point right. of the system anyway. Right, right, right. And most traders don't want to do that. They're they've got big ships with relatively short jump ranges, and they're going to want to make a one jump run back and forth, be very efficient about it. So yay. Yeah, a lot of good changes coming in with this uh, with this patch that could drop any time. One change I'm not excited about, and they spent a little bit of time on the live stream talking about, is the kill warrant scanner. Now, number one, I just did a nugget segment on it, so I'm a little bit pissed off about this. So they've already outdated it. So you know, it's kind of personal. Kind of. Maybe personal. you should schedule some but more training there, Tony. I'll have to schedule some <laughs> more training. Um, but uh, some retraining. Uh, but what they're doing now, because of the way they've changed the crime and punishment system, is that instead of the kill warrant scanner revealing all the bounties on an NPC or a player, it only reveals the top one, the most expensive one. So whatever bounties are locally available for a wanted ship, the only thing you're going to attack onto that is the highest bounty uh, that's also on the ship. Well, that so, doesn't make any bleeding sense, actually. No, I don't think so either. You know, I, if they're putting notoriety in and, and, clear, and the bounty clearing, uh, that makes totally no sense. No. The way Sandro explained it was that because of the new system, if you blow up a pirate or blow up somebody who's wanted uh, in a jurisdiction that recognizes that bounty or has you know or, or has a way to um, enforce that bounty, that wanted pilot is going to reawaken in a detention center. Now, theoretically, the NPC, if you blow up an NPC, would also be reawakening in a, de- a detention center as well. But only the bounty connected with that detention center would be on the rebuy screen because that's the only bounty that that detention center cares about right it's the one in that its jurisdiction so all the so theoretically speaking all the other bounties are still going to be outstanding and if you meet up with that same guy again you can kill him again and collect the next highest bounty and the one after that and the one after that which is dumb because i got to kill the guy six times and the last bounty is going to be 500 bucks which is i'm not yeah that's 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 doesn't make any sense no so it really that that 10 seconds you spend scanning with the kill warrant scanner for an additional one bounty, which may be six figures the first time, maybe six figures, it may, it may not be, maybe five figures or four figures. It just, it doesn't, the whole risk reward time sink thing doesn't really work for me anymore. So I think this is going to lead to a lot of people not using a kill warrant scanner anymore because some of them suck up power like nothing else and don't have great range and are It'd be a really nice if they stopped taking away all of our options for getting money. I mean, we get they want us to not own all the ships in the game, but sometimes it's fun to own all the ships in the game, and it's not like we can kit them all out right away anymore. So we're going to need the money, guys. We're going to need it. So give us away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah with with, with uh, Obsidian Orbital being down, there's no Palin missions. And as you'll see in the next segment from Galactic Public Radio, the Ram Ta uh, Guardian Scan mission, which you could get 100 million credits out of, that's going away too. So, you know, a lot of the, and then uh, they've been working on the passenger missions, which got kind of nerfed, but some people say you can still just make some decent cash on the passenger missions. But yeah, it's, it seems like they're really cranking down on the ability to make money quickly. And, and I get it. I mean, when you 
when you make these calculations on a multiplayer game, cheeks and seats are important, and average time in a play session matters uh, because that increases your likelihood of making a microtransaction or whatever. I get all that. But it seems to me like they they may have gone a little too far on the fun versus grind tipping scale recently. Yeah. Not only that, the missing payload missions are, are terrible. I actually enjoyed going to Obsidian, getting a mission, and then going to one of those alien sites and finding relics. That was great. And now it's just kind of gone. I'm, I'm having fun rescuing people in the burning stations, but we don't need to lose one you know, mission type to gain that, I think. We need. I hope that comes back when the station's fully up. I don't even know if it is now. I've been back in the bubble for like a week. No. Yeah. No. I mean, the basically, I think Obsidian Orbital, Orbital is the one that's farthest along. And Sandro on the live stream did say they're going to take a look at probably. I'm not going to use the word cheating, but okay, I'll, I'll say the word. They're going to cheat that a little bit, maybe reducing the requirements, some um, uh, increasing payouts a little uh, to get those to get those stations back online. And I think they're looking specifically at Obsidian Orbital. Uh, to get that station back up on up and running, so hopefully maybe they'll, all those changes will come in on on the new patch as well. So we'll see. So changing gears and games, what did you think of this uh, F8C uh, uh, sale that Star Citizen is putting out? Let me clarify that. It, go it's ahead, not, go it's ahead, not, go ahead Brian. Yes, clarify it's not a for sale. Us. Clarify. <clears throat> it, the the mm-hmm. ships are actually free if you have pledged ten thousand dollars or more. Oh, so not free. Like, more like more like no additional yeah, charge. Yeah, no, it's no like a party charge. favor. Okay, it's okay. a tchotchke. It's a tchotchke <laughs> to a, for a party that was virtual and you weren't invited. Uh-huh. That that's it's it's oh. like that. <laughs> oh, oh, I was invited all right. I just couldn't afford oh, the dress code. I think he mispronounced the number. It sounded like 10,000. It is. And that couldn't be right. It's 10,000. Hold on, I have 10, to throw up now. That's horrible. <laughs> See, the, the thing the thing you have to remember, Henry, is that this is not a small number of people. <laughs> I'm about 8,200 shorter that one. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't afford the tux for that for that party myself. Yeah, that's. I, part, I mean, it, again, we it's it's no secret that Star Citizen continues to roll out attractive perks for the whales for the high rollers. It's no. I mean, that's that's been a strategy of theirs since so they did they did give some mitigating information to that during the chris roberts uh squadron 42 live stream in that he said that all the ships that you fly in the game um during squadron 42 as you fly them you also unlock them in the pu so that if you get if you can get all the way through squadron 42 like last mission you get to fly an f8c you know spoilers and uh if you do that successfully then you'll have it unlocked somewhere in the persistent universe where you can spend your uh, virtual credits on it there. And uh, the, he did say okay. the same thing for the the Hornet as well. So that means that the normal F7C that you that many backers have right now is currently something of uh you have to kind of un- either unlock in Star Citizen or you have to unlock via Squadron 42 first before flying in Star Citizen. Ah. So the so this you're referring to the Super, the super Hornet? Hornet. Well, not just the Super Hornet, the Hornet just in general. So the the one oh, so the oh, versions okay. that are in Squadron Forty Two are the A versions. Those are the military versions, and no one can, in theory, buy those. Um, you can get a body kit to make your 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 ship look like those, but you can never get an A version. And so you'll always be buying the civilian version. But until now, we just assumed that everybody can in the universe can just go buy a Hornet if they so felt like it. It doesn't sound like it. it sounds like you have to unlock it in Squadron Forty Two first, and then you can and then you can buy it in the verse. Um, 
there is, I guess, there's an unanswered question there. Is there another way of building rep in Star Citizen? If you, you know, you didn't buy Squadron 42, they're separate products. And uh, they didn't, I mean, that's not like a, a question that's been asked yet. But that, that, that was the first thing that popped to my mind. God, I hope they don't do that. You know, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal if you have to build rep to get certain ships. I think there's other ships, too, that are going to be that same way. It's an elite. I mean, the elite's, elite's got four or eight, about eight ships locked behind rep. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly think that the, the higher in origin ships, I think that's going to be part of it too. They're going to be really expensive, and there's going to be some sort of other other rep you have to get, just like get uh, a 890 jump or something like that. I think that's going to be part of the game. You have to have a monocle. You have to own a monocle. Yes, they don't let you. In, yes, you, they don't let you into the dealership unless you have you, a monocle you, and you a waistcoat. That's not a joke, right? You do know there's a monocle in game now, right? I, I have seen this, and I have seen that they have uh, that it has a reflection in it, so that it's like reflecting what's in the mm-hmm. game world. Because it's a glass surface, which reflect I, that's pretty high fidelity for. They have monocle. top hats and monocles. <laughs> I, if they have to, if they make you buy a top hat to get an eight ninety jump, I guess I'm just not getting an eight ninety jump. Top hats are. I think I think both There's Jeff and not, I have top hats and virtual. monocles. I think they came with the concierge. Yeah. Nice. Well, congratulations, you guys, on your top hats and monocles. So, just also clarifying, people, people, I, I don't, I don't want to get weird phone calls. People are not invited to my house. CitizenCon is in <laughs> Austin, Texas this year, and I happen to live close to Austin, Texas, but you're not invited. Well, yeah, that, so so thanks to Ken Shadow for just reading the copy as written and engendering this lovely conversation. <laughs> and now that we're all caught up with the latest Space Sim news, let's get caught up on Space News with headlines from Galactic Public Radio. Good evening. From Galactic Public Radio on Ansif, I'm Spencer McDunn and these are the top headlines from around the known galaxy. In a somewhat alarming move, the two new alien attacks on starports have moved them dangerously close to the core worlds. For the latest developments, we go to Smooth Furnace in deep space. Thanks, Spencer. As recently as two weeks ago, scientists and tacticians were merely guessing at the eventual aims of the Thargoid forces in the Pleiades sector. Now their intentions are frighteningly clear. The two latest starports to come under Thargoid attack are on a virtual beeline from the Pleiades sector to the deepest core worlds. Both Bennington's Rest and Exodus Point stations were damaged in the attack, and both were operated by Sirius Inc., who recently evicted Aegis Research from the stations in question. And it happened on Thursday. But what sets these latest strikes apart is that they appear to trace a nearly direct course towards the core worlds, and they are skipping through considerable chunks of interstellar real estate to do it. By some estimates, Bennington's rest is less than 150 light-years from what some refer to as the bubble. Are these latest attacks just a trial balloon for the Thargoid forces, or are they aiming to finally burst humanity's bubble? From deep space, between the Pleiades and the core worlds, I'm Smooth Furnace. Thanks, Smooth. The latest move from the Thargoids lends increased credibility to recent reports of subtle Thargoid infiltration of core worlds by scout-sized ships. As reported by Galactic Public Radio previously, officials within the three superpowers were quick to deny the scattered and inconsistent sightings. However, the apparent leap towards humanity's bubble has some officials changing their tune, at least in private. A source wishing to remain anonymous stated, quote, 
The latest attack is just barely inside that 150 light-year boundary they've kept since their return. They may be gathering for a big leap towards a more densely populated space. I've got concerns this week I didn't have two weeks ago, end quote. Galactic Public Radio will continue to monitor these events. Finally, citing a shortage of funding, renowned engineer and researcher Ram Ta is suspending most of his work in the mysterious guardian species. He has secured a one-time grant from Mean General Industries to acquire a final round of samples and artifacts. But widespread support has dropped off in the wake of the Thargoid resurgence. Mr. Ta stated, quote, Public interest in the Guardians may have waned, but I believe there is more to learn. Only through thorough investigation and analysis can we hope to finally understand the Guardians, their technology, and the relationships to other species, end quote. Independent pilots interested in assisting in this final round of sample gathering should inquire at flea stock in the mean system. For Galactic Public Radio, I'm Spencer McDonough. Good night. As you are, pilots, I'm Commander Kinetic Impulsor from Guard Frequency Response, here with the essential tips to get you around the deep black and home again. Today I'm briefing you on station evac protocols in Elite Dangerous. We've noticed some of you rooks having trouble with this, so we scheduled some training. Station evac protocol has taken on a vital importance recently, given events in the Pleiades sector. What was once considered a rare and dangerous oddity is now everyday news. If you're caught aboard a starport damaged by an alien attack, knowing proper procedures can be the difference between your future as a star-hopping beer intake and a poster child for remedial safety training, like this. Now, I'm not an expert on station evacuation protocols, so I've brought in some folks who are. Please give your attention to these fine representatives from the Dharma Mining Company. Mr. Albert Announcer? Hello, everyone. Great to be here. Okay. Um, And worker B4UGO. Before you go? Hi, and you can call me Mike. Okay, thanks, Matt. Uh, Gentlemen, the room is yours. Thank you, Commander. Welcome to this presentation of Remedial Employee Training for Rescue, Evacuation, Auditing, and Theft, or Retreat. Today you'll learn all you'll need to know if you find yourself aboard a Dharma Mining Company-owned or operated facility that comes under attack. Naturally, the officers and directors of Dharma Mining Company take every reasonable, cost-effective, and legally required step to ensure that your stay at one of our facilities is trouble-free and mostly unspoiled by injury or death. Just ask worker before you go here. That's right, Mr. Announcer. For approximately 79.4% of my career at Dharma, I have been unspoiled by the threat of sudden decompression, fire, or toxic chemical exposure at any company facility. Ha ha! Four out of five. Not bad, eh? Mitt. Those are gamblers' odds, right? But tell us, on those down days when you're under alien attack, how do you stay safe and stay working? That's easy, Mr. Announcer. I just remember that working at Dharma is a treat 
A treat, you say? Well, tell us more, Milt. It's Mike. Treat stands for Training for Rescue, Evacuation, Oddity, and Theft. It tells Dharma workers the right way to handle a catastrophic alien attack in order. In order? But, Mick, rescue comes before evacuation in that acronym. Surely one must evacuate before one can be rescued. That's right, Mr. Announcer. These actions are in reverse order. Reverse order, you say? Yes, Mr. Announcer. Let me explain. First, Dharma employees are to ensure that company property is stolen or looted in the chaos of the attack. I see. You must ensure Dharma Mining Company property is lost to theft, not alien destruction. Correct. Property lost by theft is covered by most galactic insurance companies, whereas alien attacks are typically not. This would adversely affect the company profits. Well, we certainly can't have that, can we? Well, what comes next, Marv? Next, employees must conduct a verified audit of company inventory under his or her control. Of course, to properly document that the property was missing prior to the facility's fiery destruction by powerful alien weaponry. Yes, Mr. Announcer. Then, Dharma employees should evacuate those audit records via the nearest escape pod or rescue ship, taking care to avoid damaging the records on the way through the smoky and blazing ruins of the facility. And then, of course, you, Mitch, would await rescue aboard any ships that might happen along sometime later on, possibly. Only once all audit records are safely away, Mr. Announcer. Jolly good, worker, before you go. I think you've done a smashing job of showing these fine pilots what a treat it is to live and work on a facility owned or operated by Diamond Mining Company. Remember... Dharma Mining Company wants its employees to stay safe and ambulatory at all times, and it wants to ensure the proper filing of insurance claims in the event of an alien attack. Thank you for your attention, and fly safe, Commanders. Right. Well, thanks for that. Okay, boys and girls, wipe up that drool puddle and change into your flight suits. Skids up in ten. See you in the deep black. Come on, Mama's not going to save you today. Let's go. You want to fly or not? Let's kick the tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. Who's firing at you? I don't know. Someone with a gun. Does it matter? Somewhere Where in the are dark they? rear compartment. T- towards the aft. All right. We're going to advance, uh, or at least I'm going to advance towards the rear compartment as stealthily as possible. Tink, 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 tink. You want to pass the door? Yeah, I don't, I'm not getting shot at yet. Not um, yet. So I got a question. So when I talk, if I if I were to yell really loud, would it go out of my helmet and still and be audible in the in the air? Possibly, but but I mean, again, it's designed to be airtight, so it would just probably wouldn't carry very far. Is there? I'd have to take the helmet off. There's not like a pop up visor or anything like that, right? If oh, I well, what the hell? Sure. What I mean, I'll let you pop your visor. All right. Cool. You got I mean, a visor. It's helmet. breathable air, right? You, you don't know that. But but you do but you but you do know there are th- three and a half life forms aboard who might be wearing helmets who might be wearing helmets 
smells like computer chips. I, I, actually, I, you know what? For, I, there's not. This is this isn't covered in any great detail. But I'm going to say that one of the instruments on your on your suit basically tells you that you're in an O2. That you know, okay. it's you're going to breathe. I mean, that that would be a thing that would be on a spacesuit. I think. All so. right. I, I'm gonna I, I'm going to crack my helmet a bit or okay. cra- pop up the visor. There's yeah. just a sticker on his helmet that says breathable environment. Yes. Red, you following me? Yeah, I'm following close. Okay. I'm not gonna. Okay. No, are you, are you still are you still floating or are you tinking? Um, once we get to this point, I will tink back down. You float down the hallway and then tink yourself tink. right back down, right? Okay, all right. Uh, so you're you're there at the door, and it's still again you're you're obscured to about here. You can see kind of the outline of this first door, and you don't see any activity or or people. All right, so I'm gonna tell them. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna. I guess I'll tell the. Uh, Quinn with multiple ends that uh, keep him busy. We're going to try and go around the other. We're going to try and catch him on the other side of that room. All right. Can I, in that case, can I just like whip out the door with the SMG and like just take a random spray shot down the corridor? Sure. So okay, you, so you just kind of, are you going to aim it at anything or are you just going to like just stick your I can't, I can't really see anything. So it's kind of like a. You're, 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 of, you're kind of in Ken Shadow's thing. You can see kind of to this door yeah. and you don't see anything. But I, I presume my bullets go a little further than that. So sure they do. I'm just going to kind of stand there like with the Tommy gun and just left to right try and get a bit of a cone going okay. down the corridor. Uh, uh, roll roll, roll a, a one, roll a D10 with your uh, kinetic weapons minus two. Okay. So that's a six plus three minus two is seven. Quick maths. Um... And the range factor on that, uh, see, oh, that's going to be, um, yeah, you're yeah, out so of the, the short range, the, medium range. The medium range is an eighth, so yeah, nice. yeah. So you 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 hear you hear the bullets sort of impacting on the on the uh, wall back here, but you know, uh, so mark off one ammo shot, and yep. you don't appear. You, you no immediate feedback. Let's put it that way. Aside from you know where the wall is. Well, that's good. All right, cool. Uh, um, and then, and then, and then, actually, as a point of feedback, uh, I want you to roll another one d10 with your dodge and add a plus two because you got some cover there. Uh, plus dodge, plus two. Uh, so that's an eight total. Yeah. Another, another laser bolt fries, fries some computer chips. You want to duck back in? Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Na- uh, okay. Go ahead, Brian. Uh, so we're gonna I, I keep advancing. And okay. We're not. Impeded. So I'll, I'll move you to here. Tink, tink, tink. Shiv, you following behind? Yep. Floating or walking? Tinking. You're tinking at this point? Okay, so tink, 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 down to about here. Now you can see the back wall and you don't see anything. But the doors are closed? Uh, it's hard, hard to tell from this vantage point, but you don't see any light spilling from it or anything like that. It's, it's as far as you can tell, there, there's nothing going on. Okay. All right. Well, let's keep going then. Okay. Um... Lennon, you see another laser bolt uh, go by, fry you, but you're sure. safely ensconced behind the door. I'm going to bring you up to the to this door here. Brian, is that okay? Yep. All right. Should be right behind him? Yep. Okay. Uh, so we're still in zero G, right? Yeah. In Elite Dangerous World, there's no, there's no ground. No, I just want to make that clear. Yeah. So I'm yeah. going to put the jug that I'm holding right in front of the door, like dead center, and just let it sit there. Okay. Now, there's some so minor... Yeah, there's some. The, the spacecraft is Air moving. Currents, yeah, anyway. and and the, the spacecraft itself is moving gently. It's not enough to overcome your mag boots or your own sort of self-correcting inner ear things. But that 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 is not going to stay there forever. Sure, Should. it wasn't forever. Wasn't the wasn't okay. the intent. I'm I'm putting it about chest height. You're okay. putting it at about chest height. That's okay. That's fine. So like like in front of the door at chest height. 
Yep. Not stay, it won't stay there forever, but it's going to stay there for the you know, right. immediately foreseeable future. I, I whispered a ship. Okay, I got this. You want to get the other door? Okay. So, tink, tink, tink down the hallway. Uh, Stiv wants you to make a stealth check. Tink on my tippy toes? You, as we'll find out if your, t- if your tippy toes worked on the stealth check. Nice. Insanely high plus one. Ten. All right. So, you make it past the first door, and you're standing next to the second door, which remains closed. I'm going to open the floor wax. You open the floor wax. It is waxy. It belongs the on the floor. Really <laughs> it's like super slippery for some reason. Wait, wait, wait. It's, it's floor wax, not door wax. I wouldn't put I it on the floor. <laughs> we cover our suits in the floor wax, and we're like super slippery, and then we like slip past them. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm in the room with uh, Quinn, yeah. And he's got this huge gun. The other guys are going up the corridor to try to surprise him. I think I should probably follow them, and then he holds the other position with a big gun. What do you think, Quinn? Uh, yeah, no, it sounds good. All right, I'm going to try to follow them out then. Can I right. ready in action? Is that a thing? Um, the jug. You're ready for action. Yeah, uh, uh, what do you want to do? I just want to be able to – I just want to – have my gun ready, and if, if that door opens, I want to be able to fire at whatever's on the other side of the doors immediately. We're not in any initiative order yet. You've yet to actually make contact with the enemy, so you know, it, you, thank you for telling me that, and I'll take that into account, depending on what happens next. Okay. Um, uh, but that, yeah, that's fine. Um, okay, so so Henry, you're going out this door? Yeah. Floating, floating or walking? I'm walking. I'm okay. going as fast as I can and as far as I can in my turn. Tink, 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 tink. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we're not we're not really in turn orders yet, but you know, just kind of, I'm I'm setting you guys up. I mean, you guys are setting yourselves up. I mean, you're getting set up. I mean, uh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, we know we're getting set up. Yeah, you're getting set up. Okay. I'm so that's my adventure. Yeah, I'm gonna nip out again with the SMG and again just spray down the corridor. Uh, do do me another roll like that with a minus two. Oh, natural 10. Okay. Oh, uh, you hear from down the corridor. And uh, uh, like three more shots. Three more shots burn past you. I want you to make, but just make one roll for me uh, Um, with a plus two. Uh, So D10 plus dodge plus two. And that's a seven total. Uh, Good enough. Um, Yeah, you say you you duck back, you duck back out of the way. uh, And that was nice roll. So. Cool. So, so two, I have to get my clipboard out now. Huh? If there's no kill like overkill, um, that SMG has a burst of 3d10, and it does 1d10 base damage. So does that mean, just for curiosity, I roll 4d10 for the damage? Uh, when you know, when you do a burst damage, it has. So what's the what's the burst damage? So the base damage is 1d10 plus 10. burst, right. and burst is 3d10. Oh yeah, yeah. You'd roll so that'll be 40 10 total. You'd roll 40. So that's yeah. 21. That's pretty much going to annihilate them in a single hit, I think. Blind <laughs> shot down the hallway, spraying with an SMG. You know what? I'm going to give it to you. You hear an ah, a couple of laser shots, and then it gets quiet for just a second. And then uh, you hear you hear two shots go by. You hear like two two ballistic shots go go past. Oh, okay. You. you hear like and, and, and ballistic shots like 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 yours, like auto pistol spray. Sure. Uh, uh, go down the hallway past you. Um, okay. All right. So, so is talking is talking a free action? We're not in. You're not in combat yet. You have yet to make contact with the enemy. This is just random crap happening okay. at this point. I'm gonna whisper yeah, to the guys around me that when I say grenade, it's not actually a grenade. Okay. Uh, so I, I want to make sure we finish up with uh, with Justin with Red Barnes here first, though. You have an open tub of space floor wax <laughs> in your hand. What do you want to do with the lid? Uh. 
how big is it like this big no it's no like, no I mean, it's, it's like sam size it's, it's for like the, yeah it's sam's right? club size like a coffee can it's like coffee it's a you know it's, it's, like, a okay. yeah, it's like a big coffee can um i'll just hold, will it stick to the bottom of the jug or the tin sure you put it on the bottom of the tin. All right, so so you're not going to create any extra debris. Okay, so you've got this open tub of floor wax. Now what? Yep. You happy with that? Or? Uh, yeah, for now. I mean, I got my gun. I'm holding the thing. I have an idea, but we'll just have to. All right. Let's. Do you guys want to breach at the same time here or something? Sure. Right. I just came down this corridor to watch you two die. I don't. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> you're carrying a jug and floor wax. I just wanted to see the show. <laughs> you're gonna see the show, and then you're gonna participate. So, uh, I'm All sorry, right. show, I missed that. So, you're gonna just keep keep a hold of floor wax. Yeah. So, I got my gun in one hand. I've got you know the wax at the ready. Is there anywhere like on the wall I can kind of stick it, like hook it to something? <laughs> so there are there. no floor wax canister hooks in your immediate vicinity. No. no <laughs> Surprisingly, hooks. it's it's a clearly a design oversight on the part of the engineers of this ship. Hey, you know, it could be a random hole in the wall. All right, so uh, all right, so there's that, and there's that. Uh, uh, so Ken Shadow said he's going to say grenade, but there is no actual grenade. Are we ready to go, guys? I'm ready. All I'm right. ready. I guess we'll go in three, two, one, and we'll crack the doors at the same time. And uh, I'd like to do something when, when the doors open if I can. Sure. Again, you know, we're, we're just we're not doing any turn orders just yet. So. I am. I immediately fire. You know, a, a full shot, a full round of shots into the into the. Uh, um, floor wax. Okay. The, into the, the into floor the, wax? Into the floor wax? The one Shiv's holding? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, windshield wiper. Yeah, the cleaner. The windshield wiper fluid. Okay. All right. Okay. Like so into the room? Yes. Into the room. Blow, okay. blow the contents of it into the room as. Uh, okay. 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 All right. All right. I, I got you. I, I, I got you. And Shiv, or, uh, so and, you're going to. And I'm going to, I'm going to go grenade when I do it too. Okay. And Shiv, are you going to follow suit with your door here? <laughs> yes. And. If the opportunity presents itself, just what I'm trying to do is I'm going to try to, like, put wax in someone's face or cover their mask so they can't see. Something like that. <laughs> It'll be like one of those really annoying guys at the, uh, uh, when you stop at the stoplights and they just come along and wash your car windscreen. You're just gonna run like... <laughs> it's going it's to look like a lot when he uses his hotels. You know? It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of random hand motions. Doesn't really accomplish much. Okay. You know, there, mean, are cons- sh- there are consequences <laughs> for everything, Shiv. I mean, you know, you can do whatever you want to in this game, but there are consequences. But, okay. Well, the consequence goal is they can't see the shoot. Right. That's that's the goal. But you also, do no- my, gun, my gun is more ready than the wax. At the okay. Moment. You do notice that, as I, I was saying earlier, it's like shoe polish. I was merely describing the consistency, not the color. It's 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 more like it's more like Vaseline. It's, I mean, it's like it's a floor wax. It's supposed to make it shiny and transparent. So right, it's not but... like buffing a shoe. So I mean, it's like you're gonna be you're, if you're successful. What's gonna happen is you're gonna basically kind of smear their face with kind of Vaseline. Yeah, maybe it'll yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. 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 All right. I just kind of want to. It'll blur their view a little, right? <laughs> I, I, you know, again, it denies I wanna, them a clear view. I want to set. Dying. I, I want to make sure that my description of the of the stuff like shoe polish didn't convey an, an inaccurate description of the contents of, uh, in in Shiv's mind. So okay. So shoe polish at the ready. Guns at the ready. Uh, Ken Shadow's counting down. Three, two, one. Ken Shadow busts in the door. Pops the door open. Shiv pops his door open. Uh, do you want? Are you, are you going to take a shot in there as well, Shiv? Uh, yeah. If I see somebody, uh, that's what I'll be aiming at. Okay. Okay. Uh, if I don't see, if I okay. see something else, then let me know. Okay. So Probably Ken Shadow and Shiv pop the door. 
uh, pop the, their respective doors. Ken Shadow immediately shoots in this direction, and he finds he, you see a, a man in black with a with a uh, with a laser pistol uh, up against the wall between the two doors, and you see uh, a it's a man, but he's got a unusual hairstyle. Uh, holding a what looks to be a very fancy gun in the door, kind of like, you know, getting ready to duck out it and take shots outside the, the rear door. So uh, Ken Shadow attacks the one that is in between the two doors, the man in black with the laser gun. And to, be, to be clear, when you say fancy gun, I mean, yes. is this like fancy in quotes or like, like, is it pink with like rhinestones on it or? No, it looks, it, it, it looks substantial. It's it, it's a it is a substantial weapon. It looks you know it, you can tell you can tell that it is uh, kind of a notch above even from this from the, even the low light and at this distance it's pretty clear that this is a nice looking weapon. It's not your run All of the right. mill not your run of the mill issue like Clev tossed to you guys. Kind of like filigree on it or something. Let your mind run wild. Sure. I will. I will. Okay. All right. So uh, as, as but as you shoot you explode the uh, the windshield wiper fluid. It goes all over you. Uh, in addition to all over everywhere else, explodes in a, in a roughly spherical fashion. More of it goes out than comes back at you. Um, but, you know, you, you get doused with windshield wiper fluid, and it does spray into tiny little droplets all over in here, joining a few computer chips. It's not as bad in this room as other places, but you join. it's joining a few computer, uh, computer chips kind of floating around in here. So now there's a cloud of windshield wiper fluid uh, in here joining uh, everything else. Um, he gets a little on him and gets a little on his face. Doesn't seem too phased by it, uh, really, at this. Point. Uh, but he does take. But he does take a hit because you rolled a nine, nine. and yeah. the, this is going to be. What's your range on the uh, on the auto pistol? Is it eight or is it four? Uh, the short range is six meters. Six meters. Okay. Well, you're just outside of that, so it's going to be a medium range. So, what's the medium range on that? The, the medium range is fifty meters. I don't know what. I don't, yeah, up to uh, fifty meters. So there's a little number next to it. Yeah, eight. Eight. Okay, so eight. Oh, maybe you did. Maybe you missed him. Uh, Why did I miss him? Oh, 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 this is this plus his uh, dodge. Defense. Yeah, he gets he gets he gets a plus to dodge. So ah, you, you actually you did miss him. You just barely missed him. He's right there like in your sights. Right, and so Shiv, you see a person there, and you take a shot. Go ahead. Right. You didn't have to. You did not have to shoot through a windshield wiper bottle, so you just don't 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 take any minuses. Ten plus uh, laser, no auto pistol. So heavy kinetic, kinetic weapon. Aim, I fire. I've got an eight. Uh, that unfortunately also is a miss. Uh, uh, no, you're the same range. You're basically the same range. So two yeah. shots in, uh, both uh, of them clean misses. But okay, so that's your, that's your surprise. That's basically your surprise round. Uh, so now I need everybody to roll initiative. Okay, buddy, what's on your mind? We're all friendlies! So let's just be friendly! Some say his use of commas gives them pause, and that sometimes he plays elite, semicolon dangerous. But all we know is he's called the Shiv, and he helped put together this week's feedback. Recap of last week's community question. Are you concerned about the changes to engineers? Anything fun to talk about in the beta? Well, Brent Chesson writes in and says, I'm looking forward to the updated engineers, but it went from a lot of randomness with our roles to a very linear progression. Just purchase a Type 10. What should I call her? Need those Dr. Palin missions back. Another great show. You got to name his Type 10. What should we name his Type 10? D10. Mouth. <laughs> no. I think it's going to block that. It blocked the name of my... Beluga, which was supposed to be amber greasy spoon, like fancy, not fancy. 
It was right. hilarious, spoon, but instead grease, it turned whales vomit. It turned into a aster 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 n. I was like, well, come on, man. That makes no sense. I don't know if they picked up on that. Actually, we talked about this, didn't I? Tell you what it was? Spoon didn't I have come or up something. with? I'm guessing. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, maybe. Anyway. So well. Uh, so so type ten. It, it should be large. It should be imposing. Thundering. Thundering something. Right. Call it Tony's mom. <laughs> Ooh. Large Marge. Then maybe that large work. Marge. Large Marge Barge. There you go. Just, tell okay. just, right. just yeah, there, Large Barge. Large Barge. There we go. That's fine. Or anything from the Ian Banks collection. You got 22 characters. Some of those are going to work. H. Allen writes, Tony, do your nuggets ever get salty? Don't take any lib from them either. I'm not a needy player. Say it ain't so. But play vicariously through YouTube videos and Twitch streams. I still have an opinion on ED engineers. As a software engineer in real life, change is good as it means we're getting closer to the software's end result requirements. If the changes work, we'll keep them. Else we'll have learned what didn't work and try another approach. It's all good, just like this podcast. Well, I agree. And about the saltiness of the nuggets, you'll just have to keep listening. They're extra salty this week. Extra salty. So a quick question here, if I may, because this is just a little, little bit of overlap on the Venn diagram between Guard Frequency and Heroes Rise here, in that we've noticed sure. that we have a lot of uh, players who write into us, or sorry, I put players in inverted commas, write into us. They've never played D&D, but they watch a lot of D&D, and so have opinions on the rules and the new changes that are coming, even though it doesn't directly affect their actual playing. This seems to be very similar with this elite player, H. Allen, and he has an opinion on engineers despite not playing. Do you think that we're going to see a lot more of this as YouTube, Twitch, Let's Plays become more popular? People don't play the games, but are still very invested in the changes that are coming? I think so. Probably. There are games I've watched that I didn't buy for a long time. Yeah, I, I was like that with, with Hellion. I think I watched like a, a hundred hours of people streaming before I got the game. My son streams games incessantly that he doesn't ha own and never intends to buy. And I spent a lot more time watching Star Citizen footage than playing it just because it runs better on YouTube than on my computer. <laughs> so. <laughs> so, Lennon, there's your answer. Yay. Yes. In general feedback, Sean Newboy writes in and says, Isn't there a comic or something with a cleaning crew? The RP reminds me of that. Excellent show, everyone. Yeah, it's, I don't know if it's a comic or a, like a like it was like a web series a, or something. There I do was kinda, a YouTube I series remember. about um, like like a cleaning crew on the Death Star or something like or on, on a Star yeah. Destroyer. Uh, Stormtrooper yes. Bob. I, I, I'm trust yeah, your word for like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It was it was something like that. It was like the the custodian crew on a on a big ship. Yeah, that, that must have been it. I, intentionally or not, I'm glad it reminds you of something funny. Totally valid military tactic. There should be like cleaning divisions and everything. <laughs> those sorts of those sorts of uh, uh, chemicals and emulsifiers should be readily available to combat troops everywhere. Agreed. Commander Idle Weiss, which ironically I probably mispronounced, says, Hey you guys, listen to 199 and your murder of Lave when responding to Commander Phoenix Defire's comment. Just for you have enclosed an MP3 ident with a very English pronunciation. And then it has uh, verities telling us how to s properly say Lave, which is not Lave. Fly safe, everyone. Oh, right. I, fly safe, salute face. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. I stand corrected on multiple occasions. I'm just stubborn and recalcitrant. That's just me. I'll probably never do it right just for fun. He can't pronounce lave, but he can pronounce recalcitrant. 
It's amazing. That's, right. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a demonstration of how recalcitrant I am. That's the law your brain. That's great. But at least you can know that you got us a shout out on Lave Radio where they're like, those guard freaking guys don't know crap. <laughs> They're stupid morons who can't even pronounce a four-letter word properly. One of the biggest major systems in the old world. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, yeah, yeah. guilty. They, guilty as charged. Not that bad. They're mostly like, who was it? And they're That's like, guard figures. They're like, yes, we got to mention Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I attract attention for all the wrong reasons, boys. You're welcome. All right. And uh, Peter Wotherspoon, on the topic of pronouncing radio station names, says, Chuckle, I always make a point of listening to the Gord Frequency podcast. Gord frequency. That's what we do here. Yep. Earn the gourd. Angelius writes in and says, More shiv on the show other than RP. That is all. Oh, and EVE Online is a space sim coverage? Oh, God, don't get me started. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Not going to happen. Oh, what's this note I have here? No money, goods, or services were exchanged to bring in this comment, but if you don't already have it, check your inspiration box on your character sheet. <laughs> shiv. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You should have read that. You could... <laughs> No, 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 no. Shiv, I think it's good that I read it so you know that you know Shiv knows I got it. <laughs> so yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. He, 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 he shows up on. He shows up at approximately this time. Maybe he'll just be in charge of feedback from now on. Okay, now I get to the good stuff. Grimlich writes in and says, "I cannot believe that you think that DS has anything to offer in an interview about a game or a company he wants to see fail. He is not an altruist." He is a proven failed game developer, pick any 3000 AD game or Algannon, whose knowledge of game development and the industry died with his common sense and humanity, which were replaced by hubris and sloppicism in the early 1990s. Mm, This is close to yellow card. I'm not going to throw the yellow card in this one because he uses really good words. I mean, there are a lot. That's like recalcitrant level (laughs) good words. So, like, yeah, that's... Those are, those are some good words there. So, but but I do want to say that uh, I'm I, when we first contacted him, that whole 1990s you know bulletin board flame war thing was foremost in my mind. But he's older, maybe a little wiser now. And again, I've had reasonable adult level conversations with him on multiple occasions. So I do think he has things to offer. He what for good or for bad, he has made a living in the games industry for 30 years. Maybe his titles aren't the best and. Maybe you don't want to play them, and I can't say that I've played really any of them, with the exception of 3000 AD, which broke constantly and made me swear at him in the 1990s, like many other people. But, again, he's he's been in the trenches, and he's been doing this stuff, and he has, in my view, uh, improved his credibility over the two years or so that he's been commenting publicly on this issue. You know, I, I will say I think Mr. Uh, DS has calmed down a little bit, I think, from his early heyday of, uh, of Star Citizen hatred. Uh, uh, most of his stuff is mostly about, um, if, you, if, you, if you do follow him on Twitter now, is mostly about the case coverage and stuff like that. And, um, and while I, I don't necessarily share his opinions on some of the technical side, um, I'm not a game developer myself, but I do have a, a technical background that overlaps with this field. You know, I I understand where he's coming from, and while I don't agree with him, I understand why he's doing it to some degree, and I don't think it's as as malicious as some people may may think. But then again, at the same time, you know, for whatever reason, he seems to be uh, literate in in interviews and incendiary in his online presence. Uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. That's not a bad... That's not a bad so, way. So, like, I so I I don't agree with him in any way, shape, or form on 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 many of his views. 
Um, but I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think uh, he is a. Uh, I don't think he's an idiot. <laughs> How about that. That that's great. See that that's that's fine. See reasonable adult conversations on topics we don't necessarily see eye to eye on. And if guard frequency and Derek Smart can have a conversation about stuff, the rest of the world should be able to have a conversation that's, that we disagree on. We should. Yes. Give us give us North Korea. Except we'll for handle politics, it. we can't ever. Watch. Oh, you're probably right. Do you think Do you think Kim Jong Un is a fan of Star Citizen? Probably. I don't know. Probably. Who isn't? Everybody is, aren't they? I bet he has an F eight C. Eleanor Rebel writes, "Good show, guys. I will say in my defense, I did tag my rant as probably unfit for broadcast. Again, you might not want to continue this discussion, but I do feel like I need to respond about." the as-time-goes-on argument, because it's only factual in the sense that the longer things draw on, the probability to any event happening heads towards one. At some point, the end of the world is going to happen. Every company, including EA, will go bankrupt, etc., etc. Infinite monkeys and infinite typewriters, etc. While trying not to be so vulgar about Mr. Smart, I do want to make sure to come across as my own special kind of salty troll. I think generally the reason I have such disdain for him is that he refuses to be held accountable for his own actions and is guilty of pretty much every evil he rails against on CIG, being late, tack packs, etc. As for the time goes on stopped clock comparison, please take a look at this and then there is a bunch of blue letters with an underline which appears to be a link of some kind which you can't see. To a spreadsheet. To a spreadsheet which, which I can't uh, yeah. read very well. Yeah, don't but, worry about um, it. You know, uh, he says, thanks for your time and patience. My goal was not to antagonize you guys in any way. I didn't feel antagonized. I just felt like uh, one oh, line was probably inappropriate. No. Um, you know. Yeah. Get, and, you know, again, yeah. again, you're a, we, we, we welcome controversy. We welcome talk. We welcome disagreement. It's fine. There's no problem. Just let's be civil about it. And you are yeah. Mr. Rebel, to, for the most part. And welcome back. We'll go ahead and, and, you know, put the yellow card away. You've redeemed yourself. Um but, you know, I mean, it's again, like we just kind of covered it in, uh, in our previous comments there. Um, it It's healthy, I think, to air both sides of the debate, even if you don't agree with it. That way you know where the other side stands and you're aware of different perspectives. Nobody has a, a monopoly on the truth these days. So. Besides, if we all agreed, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Commander Alec Turner writes in and says, hi, guys. Just wanted to say hello. I'm Commander Alec Turner. And as well as being a fuel rat. Awesome. And veteran Buckyball Racer. I've completed over 60 of our races now and hosted a few fair myself. I also maintain a sticky thread on the forum, you should get that looked at, which endeavors to be a one-stop shop for all the best sources of elite colon dangerous information. Anyway, someone recently alerted me to your podcast, which I'd shockingly never heard of before, and I'm in love with it. I've linked the podcast into the YouTube channels, podcasts, etc. section of my thread now. Fly fast, Commanders. And I will want to be the first to say thank you very much, Commander Alec Turner. We are happy to have you on board. Yeah, yeah check out your thread. He's probably going to delete it. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna say, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> this Ken Shadow guy's crazy. He's off the chain. <laughs> well, th thank you, Alec Turner, for putting the, uh, us in that post. I did go check it out and uh, appreciate our listing there. Love all our newly dangerous listeners and our old ones, our returning ones. So thanks, guys. New Patreon this week is nobody. Henry will be printing up some test T-shirts for us that will soon become Patreon rewards. So stay tuned. And this week's community question. 
when are you predicting the 3.0 Beyond patch going live? Any thoughts on the Red Roadster in space? And otherwise, how was the show? Are we navigating the interwaves with Pulsar Precision, or should we dial up some help from the local Guard Frequency? Drop us an email, a tweet, or comments on our show post, which you can find on our website, guardfrequency.com, and over on our Facebook page. And that brings us to the end of episode 200 of Guard Frequency. We'll be back with episode 201 on February 20th, 2018. So be sure to keep an ear out for our shows over at Guard Frequency. Um, We'd like to thank the entire team at Guard Frequency and the Priority One Network. Thanks to our community manager, Justin Chivalry Bean Lowmaster, our artist, Ben Sanders, and of course, our audio engineers, Mikey and Lennon. Thanks to our syndication partner, The Bass, and special thanks to Ronald Jenkins for his permission to use his music in our show. Visit RonaldJenkins.com for more of his work. But above all, we especially want to thank you folks for tuning in. If no one's listening out there, the deep black gets pretty lonely. Reduce thrust. Good worker. They never get stuck in Andes. <laughs> I thought it was just NC. It is. It is. It is. I was overthinking oh. it. As usual, when I think about it, I, I screw up. Some say he uses commas. Some say his use of commas. Some say his use of his... Man, that's even worse. <laughs> I forgot to practice my... Uh, a little more drunk. You can't read, right? You can, you can read, right? <laughs> Jeff, will you lend Shiv your broadcast classes, here, please? Here, here you go. Some say his use of commas gives you... <laughs> okay. That worked out real well. Intentionally or not, I'm glad it reminds you of something funny. Don't forget, in the last segment, <laughs> uh, we joked about... Uh, was it Shiv and Kinshadow pretending to be yes. janitors yeah. <laughs> because they wanted to steal uh, windshield wiper fluid to surprise the bad <laughs> floor guys? Wax. Floor wax, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we haven't. We haven't actually. We haven't gotten to the part where those things are deployed. Maybe I should that's, shut that's my the, mouth. Ooh. Oh, that's horrible! <laughs> Can the British guy say it, please? Can the British guy actually, tell me to shut up? Maybe you should shut your whole mouth, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel better now. Thank you. That, Again, he's he's been in the trenches and he's been doing this stuff, and he has, in my view, uh, improved his credibility over the two years or so that he's been commenting publicly on this issue. And despite what Tony says, we here at Guard Frequency love the opportunity to give anybody a platform where we can ridicule them. Ridicule is a strong <laughs> okay, word. Okay. <laughs> Confront the issue in an adult and mature fashion. Lennon, dis- Lennon, deploy the line. You say potato, I, I say potato. I think you need to shut your whole mouth, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to have a button that just does that. That's what we need. We just need that sound effect. Lennon, do you know a guy that can make a sound effect out of that for us? Because that'd be awesome. No, you know I, a guy? I have no yeah, idea. Do you know any audio people that could do that for us? Yeah, We can so, sell them on buttons at uh, Home Depot or Staples. <laughs> So I I, I will ahead, say Brian, that I think is that the easy button the big big uh... <laughs> so shut your whole mouth button <laughs> it's, just... it's right next to the Tony's a dick button.
Besides, if we all agreed, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. So I, hey, I we agree you know, about that, and we're talking about it. So that whole statement is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Lennon, if you and now Le- Jeff, Lennon, if you the, please, Lennon, deploy the line. Uh, sorry, sorry, to whom? Henry. I think I think it was Henry this yeah. time. Henry, uh, yeah, Henry needs to. Yeah, I think you need to shut your whole mouth, Henry. Yes, okay, sir. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to try to get him to say that or try to not get him to say that? <laughs> I don't know how this is going to work in post. We're just going to figure something out. I think okay. you need to shut your whole mouth, Shiv. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tony hasn't gotten one yet. Has it? it go ahead and do one for him. Will. I think you should shut your whole mouth, Tony. Oh, God. <laughs> he couldn't even get it out. I See, think it doesn't really work on me. Get it out. It work He's on got me. too much Tony's <laughs> in his throat. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Oh, you get, no, it. You get an extra special. I think that's... Uh, <laughs> That's, that's gonna get card. beeped, I think, right? <laughs> that's that's beep freaking wow. beep. There was a line, and Brian was like, "Line? What line?" Uh, I'm over. Wow. I don't typically view those lines. I, just kind of uh, I don't know if that one will even the make thing. the blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, that was like that'll be one big long bleep in the boop in the blooper reel. Okay. Welcome to episode 200, everybody. <laughs> Night at all. 45 minutes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, we're uh, almost done. Okay. I'm going to pop We're almost through. done. We're almost done. I also maintain a sticky thread on the forum. You should get that looked at. Which endeavors to... <laughs> 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 Which endeavors to be... Oh, part of the scene. He's trying. He's trying. <laughs> Something stuck in his deep throat. Breast, deep breath, man. <laughs> Keep it together. It's the sticky thing. You don't need to bring it back up. Oh, I'm just curious. He almost had it under control. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. This is what... All right. Wait, wait, wait. Over, wait, 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 wait. Overall priority one, this is what we... This is what Elliot used to do when, when, when we... Or Elijah used to do when we would do. We just... <laughs> just, just forget it. Forget it. Oh. All right. All right. I got it. <clears throat> no, I don't. Tony's editing the podcast while we watch him make Google Docs. It's a super entertaining show that you can't watch. Tony's. <laughs> 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 this show will never end and Mikey was going to murder us all <clears throat> and then when Mikey's done murdering us Lennon is going to mutilate our bodies Yes, at, at, at almost exactly midnight central time, the wheels finally fell off the wagon. It took 200 episodes, but the delirium finally set yep, in. Yeah, we're done. It's, we're... In that whole time, Tony managed to write the word Henry, and that was it. That's, yeah, that, that's about it. You guys, you guys are making... The radio you're making is just too good. He has an entire shop back there um, designed to drain the blood out of the corpse of innocence, so he can use that for screen printing. <laughs> We actually don't need the blood of innocence for screen printing anymore. Technology has come a long way. No more innocent blood. All right.